Alléluia. Mon Dieu, 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 mon
and the, the prince of Persia withstood me in the air. So the prince of Grecia. Meaning there was a change in power in the earth. Hallelujah. Greece. Greece became hallelujah the the loins of what? Natolon, of brass. Sangai Avana the the feet of iron. Yeah, Roma. Praise the Lord. He came through the reigning of the Roman Empire. Praise God. So it was the Romans, the Roman soldiers, remember it's all in the scriptures. When the Roman Empire was in charge. So clearly, they think that Daniel had actually, you know, was somebody who were from was from the future, meaning somebody who is living in the present and try to define the the, the past. But it is what it is according to the scripture. Jesus Christ has to die exactly at the 69th week of Daniel. Praise God. That's super amazing. So when you're coming to the book of Daniel chapter 2 verse 44, this is what's the communication that we saw. Now through Daniel to the king about this image, and in the days of these kings, the days of these kings, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom. The God of heaven shall set up a kingdom, a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all this kingdom and it shall stand forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord shall set up a kingdom. Say, the Lord shall set up a kingdom. The Lord shall set up a Say kingdom. Say one more time. The Lord shall set up a kingdom. The Lord shall set up a kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's super amazing. He came with a vision. He came with a vision. And the plan is to set up the kingdom here on the earth. Hallelujah. Set up the kingdom on the earth. He came with an aim. We go to the book of John. Hallelujah. Came to you know the book of John, chapter 1, verse 11. Lagama Koya. Sudumokoya. We got it you. Because the salvation came through the Jews. Why did God chose the Jews? It was because of the Lord's deal. Are you hearing me? The Lord made a deal with Abraham. Through that agreement, through Abraham's lineage, to save mankind. Save mankind. Glory to God. So, 
many 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 years after Abraham he came unto his own and what happened his own received him not just like how they did to the to the many prophets of old same thing praise the Lord just like how they did to the many prophets of old they rejected Jesus hallelujah if you go to the book of Matthew chapter 21 hallelujah Matthew chapter 21 and then we will read from verse 38 Matthew 21 from verse 38 uh, 35 rather praise God glory to God can we go to 30 very interesting very amazing alright hallelujah read from 28 Read from 28. Hallelujah. So, but what did he? A certain man had two sons. Again, my mga takatsukoy ito na was a toto wata si parable ng ito ng Jesus Christo. Makasama takatsukoy, you understand what I've tried, what I've mentioned, what I've said earlier. Tutsukong ko na, 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 o, o, tanyala. In the reigns of, in the days of this king, Daniel chapter 2 verse 44, the Lord shall set up another kingdom. And then he said, this kingdom, Daniel 2, 44, this kingdom shall never be destroyed. Whoa. 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 So, what is it? It's not like that. It's not the feet of iron. No not like that. It's 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 Na irony about the kina ngele the clay praise the Lord. So that was that was the hidden time. To the hidden time. The hidden time. So many of you that were here with me, as you follow me in everything that I'm saying now, you can understand that I'm to go to work. So sangka may pagkareta ka bigyan tayo ng tambo niya bunita kito ko into nang auna kano na may na yaman ta. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So kina fit. There is a gap that was hidden. According to the scriptures, there is a two thousand years gap. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Sagamai revealed that he Paula what was going to happen. Kevakaya, Wamuritiko, no order of things in the timeline in Taniela. Kasanutur me Otimaka on a timeline in Taniela, and a Vitunian by Kua Wotiko. Kadakila, at the 69th week of the Kolot Kunabango of Israeli, Vitusanabulam, no Mata on a deal take Kemuduki, and Thomasar of Otuti, Wakata Otuti in Iona. Meaning seven years becomes one week. So the world is waiting for that one week or the seven years, the last seven years. Because as soon as Jesus Christ died, he died in the 69th week, next seven years the world should end, but it didn't. And then Paul told us about the mystery. 
the mission. The mission. And then the Gentile worlds must also be brought in. The Gentile worlds must also be brought in. So, do you know why? Why the Gentile world must be brought in? Let us go back to the book of Matthew that we were seeing there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But what do you think? A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. Next verse. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he repented. He repented and he went. Alright? Look at next verse. And he came to the second and said likewise, and he answered and said, I go. And then what happened? He went not. Look at next verse. Whether of them twain did the will of his father? They said unto him, the first. Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the hallows, the hallows meaning the prostitute, they go into the kingdom of God before you. Oh, oh. But I thought these people are very clean people because of the law. Are you hearing me? He told the people, Verily and Dina, I say unto you, that the publicans and the hallows go into the kingdom of God before you. Praise the Lord. So what is happening here? What is happening here? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at next verse. For John came unto you in the way of righteousness and you believe him not. He came unto you in the way of righteousness but you didn't want to believe him. But the publicans and the hallows believed him. And he, when he had seen it, repented not afterward that you might believe in him. Here another parable. There was a certain householder which planted a vineyard. And hedged it around about and digged a wine press in it and built a tower and let it out to husbandmen. Husbandmen meaning farmers. Husbandmen, the farmers to come and went into a far country. Next verse. And when the time of the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the husbandmen. You know, this boss sent his servant, hallelujah, to the farmers, that they might receive the fruits of it. Next verse. And the husbandmen took his servants and beat one. And then what happened? These farmers that were hired by these men, they took that servant and they beat one and kill another and stone another. Praise the Lord. Look at next verse. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did unto them just like that, likewise. Next verse. But last of all, he sent unto them his son, saying, they will reverence my son. Next verse. And when the husbandmen, the farmers, saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and let us seize on his inheritance. Okay, next verse. Wicked people. And they caught him and cast him out of the vineyard and slew him. They kill him. Next verse. 
Verse 14. When the Lord therefore of the vineyard cometh, what will he do unto these farmers? What will he do unto you know to these husbandmen? He's asking the question. Hallelujah to the people. Look at next verse. They say unto him, He will miserably destroy those wicked men and will let out his vineyard unto other husbandmen, which shall render him the fruit of the season. Right? Look at next verse. Glory to God. Jesus said unto them, Did he never read in the scriptures the stone which the builder rejected, meaning talking about him? Hallelujah. As the Petra. Hallelujah. The stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner. Hallelujah. They didn't know that they rejected Jesus. He came unto his own. His own received him not. Hallelujah. But he came with the kingdom. He came with the plan of the Father to establish a kingdom. During the reigns of his kingdom, the Lord is setting up another kingdom. But they didn't receive that kingdom. Hallelujah. What is that kingdom? Then he told us, this stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner. He says, this is the Lord's doing. Yeah. This is the Lord's dream. And it is marvelous in our eyes. So he came to his people. They rejected him. Okay, hang on. The harlots and the publicans, they will go first. Can you see that? They will enter first. So the Lord would deal with. Look at next verse. Look at next verse. Verse 43. Therefore say I unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you, and then what happened? And given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits of no longer with Israel. Israel out of the picture, bam. Where is the kingdom of God now? It's in the church. Amen. So the reason why Jesus Christ needs to die at the 69th week, and don't know, right after 69th week, the, seventh, the, the 17th week should happen. But Paul showed us they should, there's a mystery time between the 69th and the 17th week. Hallelujah. According to the prophet Josiah, it's a period of 2,000 years. Hallelujah. 2,000 years. 2,000 years. Hallelujah. Two days. 2,000 years. Glory to God. So why? Nakalo, he, he set up a kingdom. And this is the kingdom that we are part of right now. Hallelujah. Not the kingdom of the Jewish kingdom. Amen. The kingdom that the Lord Jesus Christ established. Oh, the church is not the building. Mm. The church is not the Anglican church, the Catholic church, the Methodist church. The church comes from the Greek word ekklesia, meaning the chosen ones. Listen, you can go to church, you can become a Christian, you can read the Bible, you can pray, but you can still not member of the, of the church of God. The church of Jesus Christ, only the, you you enter into that place by revelation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Hallelujah. Okay. 
Je te montre la flesh and blood is not revealed to you. Alléluia, but my father which is in heaven. Ça veut tout le monde comprendre tout. I will build my church. He said, Jesus answered and said unto blessed are thou Simon Bojona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. Look at next verse. Then he says, I will give unto thee, sorry. Hallelujah. Go back, go back, go back. Hello, go back to the previous verse. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, the rock that the builders rejected, has become the head of the corner. The rock. So this rock, which is Jesus Christ, is not the Jesus Christ that is sitting there in front of them. Hallelujah. If they had to explain the Jesus Christ that was sitting in front of them, they would say, you are Jesus, the son of Mary and Joseph of Nazareth. Hallelujah. So, it's not a revelation. So, Peter says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then he says, I will build my church upon that. That Jesus that you have known right now because the Father has revealed me to you in that life, in that standard. He said, in that rock, I will build my church. So he's the one that builds the church. He said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Bam! Connection back in Daniel chapter 2 verse 44. This is the kingdom. And the kingdom that you are in right now, you are part of that kingdom. Don't take this lightly. Amen. Don't take this lightly. But understand. Hallelujah. We're not jokes. Amen. This is revealed. It is evident in the scriptures that the moment that I become born again, I'm part of this kingdom right now. Amen. I'm part of this kingdom. I'm part of this kingdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tell to anybody, but you're part of this kingdom. Hey, you're part of this kingdom. So, and then you know it. I use this scripture, the Romans chapter 11, verse 25, clearly tells us something amazing about the happenings to Israel. God is dealing with the church because it's the time of the church, the 2000 years. The 69th week of Daniel and the 70th week of, of, of Daniel. Or the, 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 the connection between the leg and the feet. The, you know, praise the Lord. What do you call this? The ankle, the ankle area, the joint area. He said, This is that we are living right now. God set up the kingdom. Set up a kingdom through Jesus Christ. I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceit. That blindness in part is happened to Israel. Until the full fullness of the Gentiles be come in until the full number of the Gentiles come in. When they come in, Israeli in the 70th week, which is the last seven years. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But this kingdom shall never be destroyed. That's why the church cannot coexist with the Antichrist. You cannot have the Antichrist. If the Antichrist comes into this place, the church will be both. Amen. We can cast out the works yes. he's doing. Hallelujah. That's why the idea of the post-tribulation rapture, meaning where the church must go through the tribulation, the great. There are many tribulations, but there is a specific tribulation called the great tribulation. 
Make no mistake about it. Hallelujah. The World War One is not a tribulation. It's a tribulation, but it's not a specific great tribulation. Amen. The great tribulation comes in according to the timing of God. According to the timing of God. Hallelujah. And that tribulation is bad. But the church will be taken up way before that great tribulation. Hallelujah. This is what we need to let the people know. Hallelujah. Because the Lord Jesus is coming back again. Hallelujah. Sakevango. No communication. No monitor around Jesus Christ. We are on the book of Matthew. Chapter 21 verse 44. Sorry, verse 43. Hallelujah. He says, Therefore, say I unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you. And what happened? Given to a nation bringing forth the fruits thereof. He said this in the next verse. Hallelujah. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. That means whosoever fall on the church shall be broken. And on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. Amen. So, and that is not connected to the church is the waste of time. A lot of people think that God is far away. The kingdom of God is still here. The kingdom of heaven is here. And there is a church. So, because they do not know what the church is. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. The church is the body of Christ. Amen. Say that together with the church is the body of Christ. Come on, say it one more time. The church is the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus, he said something to us about the body of Christ. First Corinthians chapter 11 verse 29. First Corinthians chapter 11 verse 29. Going to the lesson of the Hallelujah. You know, communion. He said, for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily. Hallelujah. You drink it, you play it, you, you, you treat the body of Christ lightly. If you eat it and drink it unworthily, eat it and drink it damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. God wants you to discern. Have a consciousness of, a, of the body. You're part of this ministry, you're part of Christ's embassy. Sangai, sorry, like my ministry. Close your mouth. Close your mouth. Pastor Torres, Pastor Chris Torres, don't be part of the group that talk against the church because you don't know what the church is. Amen. If if a pastor of another ministry has a problem, let the Lord deal with him. You just close your mouth. Because there's an indivisible network, framework, this strong kingdom. If you fall on it, what did he say? Hallelujah. You'll be destroyed. But if the church falls on that person, they'll be grinded to powder. Hallelujah. So touch not, touch not. When, you, when this understanding comes to you, your behavior in the house of God changes. You will honor everything that the Lord has set in order for us. You cannot talk against spiritual leaders, you can talk against pastors, you can talk against pastors or anybody because we are all members of, of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Your knowledge is very important. Hallelujah. In, in the scriptures, there are truths. There are truths in the scriptures. You call understand that in the scriptures that the blessing that follows the truth will be you know effective come into effect in your life and you'll be able to enjoy the blessings that comes with those truths that are revealed in the scriptures glory to god are you still in the place amen hallelujah so in the book of proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 
Bakit ko na po sinikal? Wisdom is the principal thing. Hallelujah. Kaya naman ang the main thing is what? Wisdom. Say it together. The main thing is wisdom. Kaya naman ang the principal thing is what? The main thing is what? Wisdom. Say it ko Therefore, get wisdom. Okay, then the wisdom, it does not come to you automatically because you are wise, you are old enough, you are an experienced person. That's the wisdom of man. The wisdom of man where you are analytical. You can go, okay, according to research, according to the things that you know, that you learn from school, according to the qualification that you have, that's the wisdom of man. But there's a wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is foolishness to men. And very simple and easy. The wisdom of God, not everybody have access to the wisdom of God. It is only those who are part of God's church. Meaning you are living in the spirit, walking in the spirit. In that higher dimension, higher revelation, Amen. have access to the wisdom of God. Okay. Hallelujah. In the kingdom of God, just like this stage, hallelujah, there is a body of wisdom only reserved for the righteous. Only not, only reserved for the spiritual. Operate by your flesh, move by your senses. You cannot have any wisdom. But he's telling us that the wisdom is the principal thing. Hallelujah. Every time you speak in tongues, speak in tongues, speak in a tongue, what happened? Your spirit becomes so alert. So alert. Do you know how to live in divine health? Divine health doesn't come just like that. You've got to speak in tongues. And then when you speak in tongues, your spirit glows up. And then if you keep on pressing, that glow reaches your soul. And if you keep on pressing in tongues, that glow comes out from your soul and touches your body. You are emanating a force field. The moment when it touches your body, Hallelujah, every sickness is expelled out of you. Hallelujah. And then if you keep on pressing, hallelujah, speaking tongues, that force field is out of your body and impact everything around you. Some people, before they reach a place 100 kilometers away, some are going to in a presence. Because every time you speak in other tongues, this will happen. Your force field increases. Demons flee. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Everything flee. Because of the force field that you have inside of you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So that's how you get divine health. So wisdom comes to you when you pray. Hallelujah. Wisdom comes to you when you pray. You speak in other tongue, then suddenly the Lord gives you a picture in your mind for the next level. You saw it, and then you started to speak out those words. Speak out those things that the Spirit of the Lord gave you. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord gave you. And then what happened? Hallelujah. We use that. That becomes prophecy. We chart the course of our life with those things that the Lord has given us. He says, wisdom is a principal thing. He says, therefore, get wisdom. And then he says, with all thy getting, what did he say? Get understanding. Get understanding. With all thy getting, get understanding. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say, I'm blessed. I'm richly blessed. So, Pakasamataka, just as wisdom is important, and people wisdom, and I told you how to access that wisdom, understanding is also very important, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get what? Get understanding. Praise the Lord. So, the beautiful thing that Pastor taught us, the beautiful thing about the spirit of wisdom, hallelujah, that wisdom does not come to you alone. It comes together with you, comes together with understanding as well. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 14. Quickly with me. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 14. Follow closely. He said, Counsel is mine. 
and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Amen. Praise God. So wisdom does not come alone. Hello, wisdom imparts understanding to you. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They have questions for which they require answers. Hallelujah. They need certain answers to their questions. Why is this happening to me? Why, why? Why is this happening to me? So the spirit of wisdom gives you insight. As you pray, when the Lord gives you visions, the Lord, when the Lord gives you a word in your spirit, what happened? Hallelujah. <coughs> wisdom gives you insight into mysteries and secrets. Wisdom, the things that you receive in your prayer, flooded hallelujah, your eyes. Your eyes is flooded with understanding. Wisdom gives you insight. Wisdom gives you understanding. Hallelujah, this is different. I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. I will never fail. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord is gracious and kind. understanding. Sangai as he planned or as he sowed, Sangai sona sereni kongo they were they fell at the wayside na footpath. Sangai pagmatalo tagmanggo na mo ni Torang Jesus Kristo, where na sereni kongo na lutu. On the wayside, they represent those who, when they hear the word, they don't understand. No wonder their life goes round and round in circle. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? Brother, everything that the church is doing, be part of it before it's Amen. too late. Amen. If you want to see God, if your, your contact with God is your contact to your church. Amen. Make no mistake about it. The church is not human. Hey. Even though there are human beings there. Hallelujah. But the Lord is building. Everyone that, 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 that is connected to the church by His Spirit. Hallelujah. Never in your life should you assume that you know everything in the scriptures. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen. Listen, on the tour you cannot compare going to church like going to the market. Mm. Take for example, okay, on a single bully bully, pateta ni kuwa, nigulagan mataka na pateta na chunga. So, but when you go to church, when you go to church, listen very carefully. Mm. When you go to church, there are things that you will receive now, you won't be able to receive it again. Every time you miss your cell, every time you miss church, you decrease in rank. Mm. Going to church, hallelujah, is God's plan for you. Amen. It's not optional. Yay. Church is not optional. You hallelujah. must go to church every Sunday. You must go to church every Wednesday. Yay. You must go to church, you, you know, to your cell. Every time that you go to cell. Amen. Every time you don't go to the church, you decrease in rank. Why? Because this, there's a release of power. Amen. There's a release of words. There's a release of revelation that the Lord is building the church. He said, I will build my church. Mm. So, now, office of pastors, teachers, prophets, these are the offices that the Lord is using, hallelujah, to build the church. I may be speaking to you as just Pastor Sai, or the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is using me to build the church. In other words, He is building the church. Are you hearing me? Glory to God. So when God, you know, when your pastor is speaking to you, when your spiritual leader is speaking to you, that is God speaking to you. 
Because he says, I will build. Mm. But you see, I'm here standing in front of you as your pastor. But he says, I. Glory to God. This is why there are things that happens in the kingdom of God or in the house of God is, is very dangerous. Mm. Hallelujah. Very dangerous to take lightly. Yeah. Amen. You may look at the person, but behind the person, God is doing something. Yeah. So, when you respond rightly, hallelujah, you will receive. You will receive because it's all about the heart. Turn to your neighbor, it's all about the heart. It's all about the heart. Yes, it's all about the heart. So, those who receive the word at the wayside are the people who receive the word of God. It actually went into their heart. But what happened? They, there's no understanding. Hallelujah, they go out. Somebody put up a revelation, somebody put up a verses, somebody put up a catacatribuno. They really do not know what is happening because there's no understanding. Can you see that? Satan comes immediately, steal it from their heart. They didn't know that Satan has stole those truths from their hearts. Glory to God. They do many things today in the church of God without proper understanding. Can you see? Even one of them is coming to church. They think it's just light. But I just show you that God, hallelujah, is setting up a kingdom. Setting up a kingdom. And what is a kingdom? It is a church. The kingdom is a church. He says, I will build my church at the gates of hell. Will not prevail against it. Now, I declare from the time past till the end of days, it's just a church. It's just a church. Say to them, but it's just a church. Yes. Glory to God. The Bible referred to the Jews, to Moses and the people, and he didn't say they are, they are the Israelites. When you come into the New Testament, Acts chapter seven, verse thirty-eight. So speaking concerning the people that follow Moses, he said this, this is he that was in the church in the wilderness. So those Israelites coming together in the wilderness, according to the Bible, they were actually the church. In God's mind, it was the church. Glory to God. In God's mind, it was just a church. Oh, Rabbi Sata Kabahaya. They do things, they do many things in the you know, in, 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 they do many things in the church without proper understanding. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Understanding is so important. Okay, but I said an understanding one's ministry. Hallelujah. Success or your ministry, your success, your prosperity will be very limited. What you need to do, hallelujah, or what you need to grow in is what? Grow in wisdom. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Hallelujah. And this divine wisdom comes to you through what? The ministry of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Word. Glory to God. So what do we do? We yield ourselves completely to the Holy Spirit. Say amen. amen. And not only that, study and meditate the Word of God every day. Hallelujah. So you can start from Rhapsody of Realities. Amen. Hallelujah. Go on your app, download Rhapsody of Reality app. Start from there. Praise the name of Jesus. The Lord is gracious and kind. I said something. The Lord is more concerned about your understanding. Your understanding is from your heart. Praise the Lord. He will just look, deal with you from the inside first. Because the outside doesn't really matter to God. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10. I'll read from the message translation. Jeremiah 17 10. Let's look at this Bible verse. I like this. Jeremiah 17 10 from the message translation. He says, We look at the Tolu. But I, God, search the heart and examine the mind. I get to the heart of the human 
I get to the root of things. I treat them as they really are. Not as they, not as they pretend to be. Oh. Pretend is on the outside. Hallelujah. But treat them as they are is in the inside. Amen. What are you in the inside? Wow. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Are you in this place? Read it again. Two, three, go. But I am God. Search the heart and examine the mind. I get to the heart of the human. I get to the root of things. I treat them as they really are, not as they pretend to be. Did you see that? First mm. Samuel chapter 16, verse 6. Hallelujah. Let's look at this instance on how the Lord chose from the house of Jesse. Hallelujah. How he chose David. Just consider the story of David. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he came to pass when they were come that he looked at Eliab. Salamayer to Safoli, the Maina Kalutu, and Lakana Vuval and Chesse. Ausantik Takachuko in Dolomaya, and Lakmai, Melutakair and Mutamata. And it came to pass, Sanga to Kuroko ever to Chesse, falling taken to Manaman Lubim to Dogo. Sangalakmai, Hallelujah, Lubin Ulumatua, Eliab. Praise the Lord, someone on one ready. Rather can Lubin Ulumato Chesse or Samuela, Samos of Samela. Who surely the Lord's anointed is before. Hallelujah, is he here? Amen? Is here. Glory to God. The Lord's anointed is before him. Look at next verse. But I thought, I'm not going to get a ray right. To talk him back up. Come come back on my cell. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to love him back up. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance. Or on his height of his stature. Because I have refused him. For the Lord sees not as the man sees. For men look at on the outward appearance. But the Lord look at on the heart. Are you hearing me? See, the Lord look at the heart. Men look at the outward, you know, countenance, outward appearance. He said, but the Lord look, look at the heart. Still here? Praise the Lord. So the Lord looked at the heart. So I want you to notice the Lord's choice of words. He didn't say, don't anoint. Praise the Lord. For I have not chosen him. But he said, Hallelujah. Something. He said, I have refused him. I have what? Refused him. That God actually considered him to be one of the candidates, but he said no to him. Come on, somebody in this place. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me give you another story here. Let's go to the book of Genesis, chapter 22. Hallelujah. And I will give you another story here. The story of Abraham. There's another case in point, eh? Also a very positive one. Why? Because Abraham passed the test. Say that together. Abraham passed the test. Abraham passed the test. After many years, they needed a child. But it's not happening. And eventually what happened, they had grown really old. They come. They have come into an old age. Amen? They have grown really old. Sangai mai solibera uno lubera wode. Isaaci. Sangai dona kayado. Go to the book of Genesis chapter 22 verse 2. The Bible says God tested who Abraham, and He asked him to offer up His son Isaac as a sacrifice. Glory to God. Na kalau si kalau mebango ngetu nabango hey, osa protest lagi ko. Babarau. He didn't announce that the time of testing is coming. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Because he wants to Abraham, I want to test you. He didn't say that. But look at what happened. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him here for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Praise the Lord. So he tested, and then what happened? Go to the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verses 17 to 19. Hebrews 11, I'll read from verse 17. Glory to God. So let's look at this. The Bible says, By faith, we look at the Rotolu. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, tried. What happened? Hey, hallelujah. Isaac, meaning wow. he passed the test. Hallelujah. He was what? Tried. Amen. He was tried. Listen, Namona do deal take the Kinakalow. Hallelujah. When the Lord deals with us, don't worry. When the Lord deals with you, you may not really know that you are under test. Amen. Glory to God. Just your heart. Amen. Sometimes you may not really know that the Lord is testing you. Amen. Testing your faith level. He comes to you all of a sudden, like what he did to Abraham. He didn't say, Okay, Abraham, I'm about to test you. He tried to have your heart, you know, ready so that you can pass the test. No. He came unexpectedly, Abraham, and then what happened? The Bible says, by faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son. The promise was given to him. He says, Namukawa, and Abakanamukuni Matasawa, Kalakan Lomalang. But the only son, Sakumango, Kononamango, and Kolontoza, they don't want to go. I'm already old. What I tried to do, Musasunatalan, he didn't say, he just offered up. He was tried. He didn't know that he was tested. Look at next verse. Verse 18. Of whom it was said that in Isaac shall they see be called. Next verse. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wow. Accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. From whence hey. as he him in the figure. So look at, go back to verse 18. Go back to wow, verse 18. Wow, Hallelujah. Wow. Hey, come, come somebody. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So of whom it was said that in Isaac shall they see be called. So, Despite Isaac is the only seed that is there, not Lumena. But look at next verse, verse 19. Verse 19, next verse. This is the mentality of Abraham accounting that God was able to raise him up. Okay, let's go. If I give him, if he died, the Lord is going to raise him up. Because ah. his, word, his word will never fail. Ooh, Even from the dead, the Lord will still raise Isaac up. From whence also he received him in a figure. Hey. Praise God. What kind of faith is this man? Wow. Does this man have? Hallelujah, does this hey. man have? Amazing. So what are we seeing? He trusted the Lord completely. Without even thinking. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's the next hey, step? He know, hallelujah. That he worshiped God. Wow. He know. Hallelujah. El Sadai is there. Jehovah Jireh is there. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. He knew nothing will be a problem. The trust that he has with God is there something else. So what happened? He trusted the Lord completely and he obeyed the Lord completely. Praise the Lord. You may not, you may not even know when you are, when you're being tested. Glory to God. Wow. For your next level of your assignment. Amen. Your Glory to you God. You already know that you're tested. That you always be to your heart with all mm. diligence. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 26. The Bible says, Proverbs chapter 23 verse 26. He says, My son, 
give me your heart. Hey, hallelujah. And in that, and let thine eyes observe oh, my ways. If your eyes is not on God's way, your heart will never be in God's, God's heart. Wow, hallelujah. This way. The Lord was sorting to find a man who's after his own heart. Then what happened? He found David. When he found David, he said, Bam, to Sarangango. David, they just need to come, we're just running, coming to, you know, from the farm, from the, you know, sheep fields, glory to God. So he was just running, okay, who's watching? Okay, some block, some up. And then little did know the Lord was looking at his heart. This one is the one that will do my will. This one is the one that will do my will. Glory to God. Are you still here? Praise the Lord. Now, you know, the month of February, we know it in our ministry, is a month of first fruits as well. It's a month of possession. And amazingly, how the Lord puts this month as a month of possession and the month also that we used as a month of first fruit. Say, it's a month of first fruit. Say, it's a month of first fruit. So, hallelujah. What is the first fruit? What is first fruit? You may be thinking to your mind, why do we do first fruit? Say that first fruit. Or why do we literally why do we give? Why do we give? Why do we give our tithe? Are they not laws? And Jesus Christ has already removed them. Hallelujah. First fruit. Of course, you will find the tithes, you will find first fruit. Hallelujah. In the law of Moses. But didn't the Lord just remove it? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Understand this. Understand this very well. Hallelujah. Tithe and first fruit, glory to God, they came before the law. Are you hearing me? Tithes and first fruit came before the law. Take for example, when you read the book of Hebrews chapter 7, the book of Hebrews chapter 7, you will have a fair idea. Just leave it. Just leave her. It's all right. Just leave her. Hallelujah. So Hebrews chapter 7. What does Hebrews chapter 7 say? Hallelujah. From verse 1. Glory to God. Now there's a promotion I, I, I put up on, on, on a king. said, Brother Mitty, make sure that you will uh, that you'll see that and you'll have it playing right in, right in the uh, right after the service. Okay, let's read this. Two, three, go. For this Melchizedek King of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. So, for this Melchizedek, King of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. So, who is Melchizedek? Hallelujah. He was not a priest under the Aaronic priesthood. He came before Aaron. Because Abraham was the father of the Jews, father of the Israelites. Come on. Abraham is the father of Moses, in other words. So, God gave the commandment to Moses that the Levites, they should be what? They should serve as priests in the house of God. Hallelujah, their portion is God. That's what the Bible said. So, but when we go back, the book of Hebrews show us the mission about Melchizedek. He was the king of Salem. Prince of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. Okay, look at next verse, verse two. Who was this man? To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. Abraham gave his tithe to this man, Melchizedek, whom the Bible referred to as 
Go back to verse 1. The Bible refers to, to Melchizedek as the priest of the Most High. Under which order? Because we know that during the time of Moses, the order was this. That the Levites, that the Aaron and his family should be priests. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? But under which order is this? Who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. Look at next verse, verse 2. Glory to God. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation the king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is the king of peace. Amen. Who is this man? Amen. Hallelujah. Then appeared. Look at next verse. Verse 3. Without father, without mother, without descendants. Amen. Having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abided a priest continually. Because they do not really know his ending and his his beginning and his ending. No genealogy, no connection, no mother, no father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Who will declare his generation? Abide the priest continually. Look, look at the next verse. Give it to me from the New King James Version. Hallelujah. He says, now consider how great this man was. How great Abraham was, unto whom even the patriarch Abraham, sorry, consider how great Melchizedek was, was. to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of the spoil. Why was this man so big? Even this great man, Abraham, hallelujah, gave a tenth of the spoil to this man. He said, now consider how great this Melchizedek was. Next verse, verse 5. And indeed, those who are the sons of Levi who receive the priesthood have a commandment to receive tithes from the people according to the law that is from their brethren though they have come from the loins of Abraham he says who receive the priesthood having a commandment to receive the tithes from the people according to the law that is from their brethren though they have come from the loins of Abraham but Abraham gave his tithe to somebody Hallelujah. This order that was given to the people that only the Aaronic priesthood should receive the tithe, hallelujah, was different. So tithing came way before the law. Amen. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh. So look at next verse. But he whose genealogy, genealogy is not derived from them received tithes of Abraham. <laughs> so no genealogy didn't come from Aaronic priesthood. Abraham, the father Abraham, gave tithe to him and he blessed Abraham who had the promises. Abraham received the promise, but this man blessed him. How come that means this man was so great? No order. Look at the next verse. Verse 7. Now, beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. Meaning, beyond all contradiction, Hallelujah. The lesser will only be blessed by the better, according to rank. Meaning that Melchizedek have a higher rank than Father Abraham. Praise the Lord. Because the lesser is blessed by the better only. That's the order of things. Look at next verse. Verse 8. And then he says, here mortal men receive tithes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You bring your hey. tithe. A lot of people they bring their tithe like this, they drop. What happened? Wow. I just drop my tithe. Okay, I'm going back. But he says there he receives them. Hey, to whom it is witness. Hallelujah. That he lives. Wow. 
Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he says, mortal men receive tithes. You're coming in with your tithe. Drop it just like that. Remember, understanding. Wisdom. Understanding. If you're not operating in understanding, you will treat everything lightly. Mm. You think, I'm just giving. The moment when you bring in your tithe, as it drops here in the altar, it is converted. It is converted to spiritual, hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God, to spiritual offering. Glory you bring your money, you drop here. Hallelujah. As it reaches here, he receives there. Hallelujah. The record is up there. Hallelujah. The Bible says, glory to God. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. As soon as you bring it to the altar, the altar here, through the order of things in the kingdom of God, that's how he does it. That was, you know, your spiritual gift, your, your tithes, your offering is converted into a spiritual offering unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Change from here. So sometimes people, when they drop their tithe, they say, I want to know how will the church use my tithe. You want to peep into what is happening behind everything that is happening there. Your focus is on money, not the spirituality of things. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The moment when you started to have that kind of idea, there's no use. You thought it's a donation to the church. It's not an oblation. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The Lord is gracious and kind. Ten, just ten to five people saying, the Lord is gracious and kind. The Lord is gracious and kind. The Lord is gracious and kind. Hallelujah. Hey, shout glory. Hallelujah. So, Pakasamutaka, listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. I'm going to say something tonight. Because we are on teaching on first fruit. Hallelujah. Um, I taught you on why giving. Giving has its connection to your spirit. Make no mistake about it. Oh. Make no mistake about this. Wow. You cannot say, Oh, I have faith, and you're not a giver. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Giving has its connection with your spirit. That's how it is. There's no other way. Take, for example, money comes to you. You say, Listen, today I'm not going to give my time, but that's going to song go, go, go. Some people, they have become so selfish. I don't want to give my time to the church. I will give it to the poor people. Wrong. Yes. Wrong. Yes, sir. Which doctrines? Mm. Hallelujah. You can't give your time to the poor. Yes. The time is meant to be given in the house of God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And mind you, the time is not to enrich the pastor, to make the pastor richer. Mm. Glory to God. Not in this ministry. Amen. So now think about it. Think about it. When you go into the scriptures, the Bible showed us an amazing, amazing, you know, Bible verse. Hallelujah. The giver. Who is the giver? The giver is not just somebody who gave, but the one who made giving his lifestyle. Are you hearing me? Giver is not just somebody who gave. Yeah, I gave. I gave. I gave. Simple past. I gave. But a giver who is made giving his lifestyle. Someone who gives liberally with a cheerful heart, Amen. regardless of what he has, regardless of what he has. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, Pastor a giver never has to be convinced, never has to be convinced to give because it is his nature to do so. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 6. Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 6. The Bible says, In the morning, what do you do? 
sow thy seed. And in the evening, what do you do? With not, withhold not thy hand. Keep on sowing your seed. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Hallelujah. The giver. Give liberally. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Say, I'm a giver. Say, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Prophesy for your life. Praise the Lord. So, when we look into the scriptures, the scriptures is a revelation by which the giver, hallelujah, lives. Amen? When you look at the scriptures, you will notice that giver will never appear in God's house empty-handed. He is prompt to give and always seek to outgive his past. Oh, hallelujah. Some the bless of the Lord. Some the bless of the Lord. It's my lifestyle. So, this lifestyle, the lifestyle of giving, is what we've been called, called to as Christian. The moment that you become a Christian, you are called into this lifestyle. Say, I have this lifestyle. It's not something that you're trying to force yourself into. It's your lifestyle. It's there. You should always be excited. Always be quick to respond whenever there's an opportunity for you to give. Praise the Lord. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, let us go there. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, he says, but this say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. Hallelujah. You're sowing sparingly. Eh? Come on, come on somebody. Just look to me over this side. All is well. Hallelujah. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. Like something is happening. You are insecure. Is this supposed to be how I should put my seed? You are sitting sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also reap what? Come on. Hallelujah. Shout glory. glory. So what is he trying to say? Hallelujah. That is there. So you must understand that your giving, your giving is actually determined by your revelation. That's how it is. Your giving is just determined by your revelation. If you do not understand, hallelujah, the things that we're doing, you won't give bountifully, you will give sparingly. Can you see that? The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17, I like this. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17, what did he say? Let's go there. Now the Lord is that spirit. The Lord is what? That spirit. That spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, liberty. bountifully, not sparing. Wow. Everything you're doing is from your heart. Hallelujah. Everything that you're doing is from your heart. You must understand these things. Hallelujah. Liberty. Hallelujah. You will always be at liberty. Always be at liberty. You are in the Spirit. The Spirit is in you. The Spirit of liberty is in you. Glory to God. Amen. You are at liberty to give joyfully, to give bountifully. Praise God as you want to. Let's go to the book of Mark chapter 21. I'll read from verse 41. Jesus, look at what's happening here. He showed us how he stayed at the temple to observe how our people gave his offerings. Let's read from verse 41. Amen. Mark chapter 12 verse 41. Are you there? Robo Satakabaya. Say, I'm the blessed of the Lord. I'm the blessed of the I know who I am. I know Hallelujah. To show us the importance of giving to God. Hallelujah. So he said, and Jesus said over against the treasuries, and behold, how the people cast money into the treasuries. 
Hallelujah. Then were rich, cast in much. Those who were rich, they came in with so much, they drop it. Next verse. Verse 2. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. Next verse. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto them, Verily indeed I say unto you, that this poor widow has cast more in. Your giving is spiritual. It's not physical. It matters, hallelujah, the atmosphere that you bring into the house of God through your giving. What is your response? Your giving has its connection to your spirit. So, hallelujah, this poor woman, out of all that he has, maybe he's supposed to do this, supposed to do that, but he came, she came in with his giving, and then she drops it. What happened? Because the Lord judges the heart. He doesn't look in on the outside. He said, because he's so poor. Hallelujah. Maybe the Lord really, you know, have room. No, it's the heart that the Lord is looking at. He judges the heart. He told us. He told someone, someone, I don't look at the outer appearance. It's the heart that I look into. So when he looked, he knew that this person gave more. Gave more. Are you hearing me? He said, this woman gave more. It's not about how much that you give. It's the spirit that's behind the giving. It's the faith. Glory to God. Yes. Praise the Lord. And then look at that. That's really amazing. Look at next verse, verse 44. Read it together with me. Two, three, go. For all they did cast in because of their abundance. But she of her want did cast in all that she had. Even all her living. Maybe he's supposed to buy something for her. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Take for example, money comes to you. As soon as money comes to you, you're sorting after advices from people. What should I do? What should I do? What is the advice of God to you? God said yeah. that. The Bible says, seek not the counsel of the ungodly. Yeah. Yeah. There are people, they thought that the counsel of godly are the advisors. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, you must keep this, you must invest here, you must do this. But what is the counsel of God concerning that to you? Amen. Are you in this place? Yeah. Take that lifestyle of a giver. Hallelujah, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. Take the lifestyle of a giver. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, I'm the blessed of the Lord. So, now, let me just quickly go, hallelujah, to something that I need to, you know, share with you and give to you tonight. Hallelujah. Baroko Soto Kovali de Gizuska. Rante Lene de Boskus. Raligos Kosha Talamata Kaziskis. Lake Setele Bahaya. What's not I got to do this giving? Now, let me give you some scriptures now. Hallelujah. Hang on in there. Hallelujah. Let my device just need to load. Okay. You know, in the book of Luke chapter 7, you can try to study this on your own. When you study the Bible, the Bible clearly shows that givers, they are very special to God. You know that? Givers are very special to God. Turn to your neighbor and say, givers are very special to God. Give us a this. Yes, this is why you must be a consistent giver. Yeah. Glory to God. Now, hello, God is unwilling to abandon a cheerful giver. Yeah. Trust me. Amen. God is unwilling to abandon you. You're going to see to be abandoned by God if you're a cheerful giver. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, what happened? God will always locate such a woman and such men, always. Amen. And not only that, 
God will always intervene in any situation that concerns that particular woman and man that keeps. Hallelujah. The Bible records that one day, Hallelujah, Sangaini. Let me maybe let's let's read from verse one. Let's read from verse one. Now, when he had ended all his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. What's next verse? Verse two. And a certain centurion's servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. Look at next verse, verse 3. And when he heard of Jesus, he said unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. Do you get it? Okay. This was a Roman. Meaning, he's not a Jew. He's a Gentile. What should make Jesus heal this person? Read on. Next verse. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying, that he was worthy from whom he should do this. This man is worthy for you to heal him. Why? Why was he worthy? Look at next verse. For he loved our nation and he had built us a synagogue. He loved his nation and he built a church. This man, a Roman centurion. And then look at what the Lord did. Look at next verse. Then Jesus went with him. And when he was now not far from, he went with them immediately because he knew this person as a giver. A giver moves God. Your attention, he will never abandon you with a moment when you give. Come on, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Glory to God in the highest. The Lord will never abandon you. You've got to understand Amen. that. Amen. From the scriptures, it's clearly we can see these things. Mm. What happened? Jesus followed them immediately. Hallelujah. He heard all that he had done. So, give us always move the heart of God. In the book of Acts chapter 9. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 9. There was a woman called Dorcas. What happened? He died. She died. Sangai, the Bible says that this woman, woman was full of good works. He gives. He gives so much. Acts chapter 9 verse 36. Acts chapter 9 verse 36. Now there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and deeds which she did. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He was a generous giver. And then what happened? The Bible says, as Peter arrived there, they show him all the wonderful things that Dockers did. Praise the Lord. Immediately his faith was stirred. And then guess what? He raised. He raised her from the dead. Praise the Lord. If you read the story, he raised her from the dead. Hallelujah. Even though, even though nobody asked him to do it. He heard that she was a giver. Immediately, he raised him. Nobody told him to raise him, to raise her. Nobody even said, hey, come, come, please do this. We need you to do this. Immediately, when he heard it, the Spirit of the Lord in him moved to raise her from the dead. So what am I saying here? Givers move God. It's not a joke. He said, you give your tithe here, but then he receives it. Hallelujah. And then we are in the idea of, we're in, you know, the season of first fruits. Turn to your neighbor, say it's first fruit. It's first fruit. One more time, say it's first fruit. It's first fruit. It's exciting, it's exciting. It's exciting. First fruit is exciting. Glory to God. I've already shared with you that first fruit. We always use this kind of term. What does they really, what do they really mean? What is first fruit in the Bible? Hallelujah. First fruits, maybe 
you may be hearing us saying it but let's go to the book of leviticus chapter 33 verse 10 just like time first fruit also came before that before the law amen you know the story of abel and cain i will come and share that later on let's look at this let's read this hallelujah remember that i did the first fruit when you come give it to me from the NIV translation one of the simple english all right let's read this leviticus chapter 23 verse 10 so speak to the israelites and say to them when you enter the land i am going to give you and you reap its harvest bring to the priest a sheep of the first grain you harvest praise the lord i was teaching those in the day hallelujah and a concept and a concept and an idea behind first fruit hallelujah it was rooted in biblical times amen when people were living in an agrarian society meaning agricultural society were nothing else but just farming hallelujah and harvest time was very important harvest times is very important was significant because that was when the hard work what happened the hard work of the farmers has actually poured into their crops turned into crops so it's harvest time they begin to pay off their hard work begins to pay off in this place hallelujah so they were literally amen reaping what they saw so they saw and the lord demanded them demanded this read this bible verse again two three go speak to the israelites and say to them when you enter the land i am going to give you and you reap its harvest bring to the priest a sheep of the first so god called his people to bring the first yield first fruit is your first yield of the year first fruit is your first yield of the year the total yield take for example it's your first your first salary or your first income that you receive in your business hallelujah glory to god whatever that you receive he says this is you're putting aside this is going to be my first fruit i'm still sharing you'll see where i want to take you where the spirit of the lord wants to take us so nakalotuna as soon as you reach this place i brought you out from egypt and then he says now you're planting the land bring your first yield why it's a sign of reverence to the lord hallelujah it will a sign that you honor god praise the lord it's a sign of your obedience and reverence to god glory to god in the highest so the first fruit comes from the hebrew word bikurim hallelujah bikurim bikurim is the promise to come say this together means the promise to come so what happened Israeli, they saw the Bikurim as the investment to the future. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. They saw, hallelujah, an investment to the future. Sister Lily, where are you? Where is Pastor Lily? Come. You gave your first fruit. Talk to us about what happened to you when you gave your first fruit. Let's hear this. Let's hear this. We are we have we have test, you know, you know, real-time testify right, right in here with us. Right? So she didn't take the jab she didn't take the jab she was removed from a very good job with ats she came home and then what happened as time goes by so they do a job opportunity like my a brethren hook her up into this job opportunity and then she signed up went for interview she got a job and then what happened the first pay say this together the first pay she knew i need to give the lord what belongs to the lord she knew i need to give to the lord what belongs to the lord hallelujah because basically it's her revelation giving is revelation say giving is revelation. revelation so 
Makasamataka, in that stage, he didn't take the jab. Removed from job because of no jab, no job policy. So, Sangai, after how many years? After how many years? After one year, Makasamataka, you have a family, you have children. At that moment, money is so important. At that moment, money was so important. So important. Because she has been without a job for almost for more than a year. Somebody who's always been and, and I know you 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 were employed way when you are way when you were like a teenager or so way. You're really young, you got into jobs. Hallelujah, I knew the story. So when she was a teenager, she got a job and then she has been working. And somebody who's have to be out from job just like that, when job is a routine of her life. So what happened? So development of job opportunity after one and a half years, almost two years, without a job, and job opportunity came, so she went, okay, I must grab these things, hello, because of the good, so she got a job. And then what happened in that job, the first salary came, what happened, what comes into your mind? Pastor, the first day, I, before I got the job, I was in my mind, and what I was planning, the next job that I'm going to get, I will, give the first fruit i will give the first fruit and uh yes so when that job came i gave the first fruit so it was a midweek service that i i came and then i just dropped it and i spoke in tongues and i spoke to my first fruit and it opened this job the new job that i have now pastor i'm only working for two so days so you gave the first fruit yes and then what happened something happened right after that right after that i got a call from my previous boss from ats from ats think about it the previous boss who actually removed her from his job because of no job no job policy he said a giver a giver hallelujah mm. the moment when you give hallelujah the attention of god is on you no 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 wonder i started to see the things that happen in our ministry how the partners they are so acknowledged they have, they have the best and find it. I always wonder why is this? It's because of these things. It's the nature of God. And then what happened? And then she called me to say that I have. She had put my name for this uh, post, and then she she even typed my CV. She typed the previous post. Typed the CV. I had the one that CV. removed her. And then what happened? I had my own CV that I typed, but she, she, I sent it to her, and she said. I'm not gonna send that. I'm I'm typing a new one for a new you. One for you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then what happened? And then I went I went to the I went to the interview. Right. Um, they asked me a lot of questions and then uh, it was up But to on the other side, your first fruit for the job that you are in was speaking for you. Yes. Pastor. Can you see that? And then what happened? And then it was after two months that uh, I I. Uh, I messaged them to say if somebody has taken the post, but then they messaged me. They said they have considered me. Right. They have considered me, but they're just still working on my contract. Right. And then after that two months, they messaged me to say that I've taken the job, and it's it's amazing, Pastor, because I'm getting paid from a foreign country. Pastor, and, God. and I'm only working Yay. for two days. Two days in a week. Two days in a week, Pastor. Glory to God. And I get full, fully paid. Fully paid. Fully paid. And more than three or four times more yeah. than the job that she had. The job which she chose to give the first fruit on. Come on. 
Yeah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, and she just had to work just two days, just two days. Amen. Just two days, the other day, just relax at home. Hallelujah. She became the rep, the only rep for, for New Guinea Airlines in Fiji. Yeah. The only rep. Hallelujah. So, anything to do with New Guinea Airlines, she's the contact in Fiji. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah, wow. Are you hearing me? And, and, and many people tell us, those people who are working, your seniors in your job, your previous job in eight years, what they say? I started when they saw me um, uh, at the airport, my senior friends that we used to work together, and they started to ask me, hey, how come you got this job? Yeah, so talk how about, did yeah. you get this hey, job? Hey, come on, shout glory! <laughs> glory to God! Praise the Lord! How come did you get this job? Why? Because it was like a dream job. What about to say? Everyone wants to work under this uh, airline because it's a highly paid uh, airline. When you hear, you know, when you hear about uh, Air New Guinea and Port Mosby, it just comes to a natural mind that, hey, money, money, money. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, countries, because rich countries, because of natural resources. Yes. So, yes, they, uh, they, uh, they're so amazed and even they were messaging me to ask me, how did I get... How did I get uh, that this uh, uh, post? And yeah, but praise the Lord. My first food spoke. I always tell my family, my children, I said, just imagine I'm at home. I'm just in the flick of, uh, I'm just touching the laptop and just the rest of the days, I'm just walking from home. It's only the two days that I go to the airport to meet the flight. And it's uh, amazing. Right after I gave that first food pasta, the next, um, the next, uh, when I got my first pay, that was last year. I gave my first foot again from this job. <laughs> and I'm just looking forward, like even this year, I, I, I'm looking forward. My spirit just looks forward to give the first foot because it had opened doors that no man can open. Praise the Lord, and it's amazing, Pastor. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9, thank you, Pastor Lenny. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9, the Bible says, wow. from the NIV translation, Glory to God. Hallelujah, wow. Proverbs chapter 3 verse Amen. 9, Hallelujah, there you go, there's an example right there, right before we rise, he says, read it together with me, 2, 3, go, honor the Lord with your wealth, oh boy, honor the Lord with your wealth and with, yes, when you study the study of Moses, Moses, in his first five books, he introduced the idea of first fruit just like that. And I was wondering why why is this? Why was first fruit so important to God? Glory to God. Why was first fruit so essential? The concept behind first fruit, why was it so important when you when you see that in the writings of Moses, in his first five books, glory to God, the idea appeared 13 times. The total of 13 times the Lord was addressing, addressing his people about first fruits. Glory to God. So first fruit was mentioned all throughout the Bible in the Old Testament and it has even has its reference in the New Testament. The term first fruit, it takes a symbolic meaning. When you see in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 20, Paul mentioned Christ. Paul mentioned what? He mentioned Christ. He says Christ was the first fruit of them that slept. The first fruit of them that slept. And I was so moved in my spirit. And I knew something is happening. The Lord 
is a first fruit giver. Okay, what is what is the meaning of first fruit? Glory to God. So the first fruit of the law was the Lord Jesus Christ. The book of Genesis chapter 4 verses 3 to 5. Let's see, let's go there and I'll come back here. The book of Genesis chapter 4 verses 3 to 5. Let's read this. 2, 3, go. And it... Alright. Go back to verse 1. Let's read from verse 1. Verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. And bear Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Next verse. And she again bare his brother Abel, 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 and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Look at next verse. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain, this is so powerful, that Cain brought of what? Of the fruit. The Bible doesn't say he didn't bring the first fruit, he brought of the fruit of the ground. And an offering unto the Lord. He said he just bought, brought of the fruit of the ground. When you come on into the next verse, verse 4, the Bible highlights a word. And Abel, who also brought of what? The firstlings. Not just any, but the firstlings. Firstling of what? Of his flock and of the fat thereof. And then the Bible says, And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Why? Because it was the first and the best. Oh, come on, somebody. Because it was the first and the best. While the brother, it was the sum of it. They come, okay, maybe this is it. Let me just go. Glory to God. But Abel gave the firstlings. See, he highlight that. The Bible was specific. Why? Because it was the first. So first fruit was God's idea way before the law, my brothers and sisters. When you come into the New Testament, what we saw there, we found out that Jesus Christ was God's first fruits. Jesus Christ was God's first fruits. Read this Bible verse, Romans chapter 11, verse 16. Romans 11, 16. The Bible says, for if the first fruit be holy, what happened? The lamp is also holy. Make no mistake about it. Are you hearing me? And then he says, if the roots be holy, so are the branches. You are the branches of Christ. He's a vine. And God knew I must give my first fruit and he gave Jesus Christ. The life that we are enjoying right now in our Christianity, the whole reason why God knew that you will, that the kingdom of God needs to be given to you, hallelujah, because of what, what the investment that he made. The first fruit of God was Jesus Christ. Are you in this place? Eternal life, divine health. The level that we are in right now, our consciousness of the word, we can cast out demons, we can lay hold of the sick, the sick recover. Why? It was because of the first fruit that God gave. Praise the Lord. So, the whole reason why he demanded the first fruit from the people is just because of their attention. What is your attention? What is your focus? You cannot serve two masters. You can either serve one, hallelujah, and reject the other one. Then he said, you can only serve either God, hallelujah, or Mammon. Mammon is basically... Hallelujah. It is the demon behind money. 
Hallelujah. The demon behind money. When money comes to you, what is your focus, your attention? No wonder the easiest way to measure your faith is just through your money. Test your faith when money comes to you. What comes to you? Man, go, 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 go. Insecurity of life. What happened? The Lord is not first in your life. Glory to God. So the whole reason why the Lord, I saw, I saw in the scriptures, now I understand. The whole reason why the Lord was demanding first fruit because the first fruit was the best. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It was the first and also the best. First and the best. In everything that you do, the Bible says, honor the Lord with your wealth. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Glory to God. If the first fruit be holy, he says, the whole lamp is holy. If the root be holy, so are the branches. No wonder he gave the Lord Jesus Christ. He knew what will come after his investment on Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say, I'm the blessed of the Lord. I know who I am. I'm born of God. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Go back there. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Then he says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the frost fruits of all your crop. And this is what will happen to you. Next verse. No one is the leading. Hallelujah. God that help us. Then your barns will be filled with overflowing and your beds will brim over with new wine. Are you in this place? Hallelujah. You can do your own first fruit anytime that you decide it. But there are times that we come together, we set things in order. When we come together and give first fruits unto the Lord. And this month, every February is a month of first fruit. Think about it. You must remember. Even if the next February comes, you're going to understand what you need to do. And with all that increase, glory to God, with all that increase, remember the Lord. The Lord is so gracious and kind. The Lord is so gracious and kind. The Lord was a giver. Amen. The Lord was a giver. He says, honor God and not mammon. The Lord is gracious and kind. The Lord is gracious and kind. Let's go. Let's go to that Bible verse right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6. And I'll read from verse... 20. Stand up with me right now. Hallelujah. Lord, stand up with me right now. Read from verse 18. Let's go back to verse 18. Hallelujah. Next verse. Verse 19. He says, Lay not up for yourself treasures upon the earth, where more than rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. Alright. So he says, Don't leave your treasures in the earth. Hallelujah. Don't leave your treasures in the earth. Don't leave all treasures on the earth. He said you must leave it hallowed, in a place where moth and rust don't grow. Where, where do we, where, where can we find a place where there is no moth or rust goes? Hallelujah. Where thieves break through, cannot break through and, and steal. Because he told us to put out, don't put out treasures upon the earth. Where moth and rust don't grow. This is the very word of Jesus. And where thieves break through and steal. Alright, so not the earth. So what is he saying? Next verse. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where have your treasures in heaven? Does that mean I have to put all my treasures in a spaceship? 
and make it go up to heaven? What is he saying? Hallelujah. The kingdom of God has been removed from the Israelites and given to a nation that brings the fruits. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is here. Hallelujah. So I told you, every time you give, as it reaches this place, it is converted into spiritual offering. Because every kingdom, every nation, they have their currency. Salamak. Every kingdom has its currency. If you go to USA, you will receive, you need to change your Fiji dollar to US dollar. Because you cannot make exchange or buy and sell with Fiji dollars in the USA. I'm, I'm, I can stand a witness. I, I once took money and I went to Korea. And I told the Korean people that I can change them and they says, no, this is vision dollar, we can't, I'm sorry, we can just, hallelujah, it's no longer valid, you must change US dollars already before you travel. So when you reach to a, we reach a country, they have their own currency that they use as a medium of exchange. In our kingdom, faith is a medium of exchange. Every time you bring, as you live here, exchange comes to you. Hallelujah, in form of faith, it comes in your bank. Because your response to the world is your faith. Glory to God. What happened? In your faith bank, hallelujah, this faith, you are rich in the kingdom. No wonder he told that woman, that woman gave so much. But he gave a little. But he said he gave much. Why? Because the heart is very important. The heart is very important. How you respond matters. So those people, they were just giving because they have a lot, they have access and they gave. But this woman gave all. He said he gave all his living inside. And the Lord says he gave much. Can you see that? So he says, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Here thieves break through and steal. As long as your focus is money and you think what? I give to the church, somebody can steal and then pro big problem. It matters what you see. It matters what you see. Look at next verse. Luke 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What? Where is your heart? Hallelujah. Where is your heart? Look at next verse. Then he says, the light of the body is the eye. It matters what you see. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. Can you see that? If therefore thine eye be single, thine whole body shall be full of light. Hallelujah. Because the light of the body is the eye. What's your focus? Next verse. And they said, but if thine eyes be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore, if, if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? In other words, it's just on what you see. Hallelujah. No one of the church is there. Not everybody is part of God's church. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know the givers? Only those who are part of God's church will understand me because our father is the giver. He gave. Amen. He gave Jesus Christ his best. No wonder, you know, think about it. If he was demanding the Israelites, give me your best. Give me your best, your first and your best. Why? Because that's where your focus is. But him alone should be your focus in your life. Because he knew your giving has its connection with the spirit. Your giving has its connection with the faith. And he knew your first and your best. Glory to God. Of course, you've been giving time. That's okay. But what, when it comes to first fruit, is different. It's different in a sense because that's an opportunity that Lord, the Lord provided for you to give beyond. To give beyond your time. Glory to God. To give beyond your time. And also never be limited. Never be limited by time. 
Hallelujah. God loves a cheerful giver. Did you see what happened to that you know, centurion, Roman centurion? Hallelujah. Gentile. Brother Megan Molituna, one time there was a woman that came to Jesus and said, you know, you know, to heal certain sickness. And the Lord turned to him and turned to her and said, No, I cannot take the children's bread, the healing, and give it to the dogs. He said that. I cannot give I cannot take the children's bread and give it to the dogs because healings are for God's children. But why why did he attend to that centurion man? Do you know the secret? Because the centurion man was a giver. You saw it. You saw it. He built a church, he built a synagogue, and the Lord was moved. He attention of God went there. Hallelujah. Likewise, that woman that we saw in the book of Acts. Nobody told Peter to heal, but because Peter was moved by the story that this person gives, nobody told him to, to raise, for, that, for him to raise a woman. He just went the heart of God in him went and raised the woman back to life. Glory to God. Givers move God. There are things that your giving will do for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where prayer may not do for you. Hallelujah. There are things. There are things that happen in our life. Shalomona, you know, sometimes you have this story. Woo! I went, had an accident, and I was saved. You didn't know that your, that your giving was speaking. Yeah. It went before you. It went before you. The attention of God is always going for the givers. Do you know what? Because the Bible says that the Lord loveth the cheerful giver. Glory to God. Take your name and say, the Lord loveth the cheerful giver. Oh, love the Reba Soto Kopahaya, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. Look at this. Quickly with me, media. But this I say, he which you know, sowed sparingly shall, shall reap also sparingly. Kevaka, you're reaping sparingly. You will, you're sowing and you will also reap that way. He that which sowed bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Look at next verse. Every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly or necessity. Why? For God loveth. God loveth. What type of giver? A cheerful giver. Why? Because giving, hallelujah, is your revelation. Giving connects to your spirit. Giving connects to your faith. Hallelujah. Not everybody gives. A lot of people they give and they talk and they say these things. They say they don't even want to give in church. Why? Because their eyes, what the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that's their lesson. He said, just be careful of your eyes. If your eyes is evil, you only see evil. If your eyes is single, meaning it's, it's, it's on Christ, he says, you are flooded with the light. Praise the Lord. Whatever that we do in the kingdom, whatever that we do in the kingdom, when we give here, don't even, even think about what's, what's going to happen. Some people, you know, in annual general meeting, they want to see, you know, this, how the pastor does this, how the ministries does this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <coughs> Hallelujah. People speak about this, this, and that. Amen. The Lord loveth the cheerful giver. Glory to God. The Lord is gracious and kind. The Lord is gracious and kind. Amen. I'm speaking to you, hallelujah. As pastor's family, we are givers big time. We are givers big time. Amen. Hallelujah. Make no mistake about these things. We are givers big time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know it. Hallelujah. Think about it. Think about it. There are things that happens in the church that requires extras that needs to be added onto it. Hallelujah. Nobody sees it. 
But we know the Lord loves us a cheerful giver. A type of giving that was selfless. Selfless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We had money for our car. Amen. Praise the Lord. And there are needs in the church. So I said, ignore the car. Let the car go away. Let us put this money here. The car went away. Hallelujah. But because the kingdom of God is so important. So important. Hallelujah. When the Lord showed us about places to come to, hallelujah. And we're looking, he says, we gotta pay the first rent, we gotta pay the pond as well. Hallelujah said, let's give it, let's do it. Hallelujah. The Lord loves yeah. us a cheerful giver. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now attention to Always. That's why I can I can only say that I will never lack. I will never lack. Pastor says, Pastor Chris says, money comes to me in, in large amounts. Pastor Chris says, Hallelujah. because good pressure, shake it down. I'll run it over, shall men give to your wisdom. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. And this is good measure. And then it says, press down. And then not just press down, shake it. They shake, 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 shake. No space. Hallelujah. And then he says, running over. And then who will give? He said, it's not God who's going to give to you. When you give, men will give to you automatically. It's a, it's a reaction. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, like a magnet. Even those people that hate you will just give to you. Yeah. They may give to you like this. The pastor taught us, learn, learn to receive. Just learn to receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you receive, glory to God. That's the only way that that person be blessed. He said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shake him together, and running over. Shall God? He said, no, shall men give unto your bosom? For with the same measure that you meet, with them each shall be measured unto you. But it says, you're giving, the harvest that comes to you will not come from God. It will just come from people around you. Amen. Suddenly they come and they call you. Hey, I just want to give to you. Amen. I just need to give something to you. I just need, because you're a giver. In the kingdom of God, hallelujah. Take for example, if I invest in the bank, the only way that I'm going to withdraw my money is from the bank. Mm. But when I invest in the kingdom of God, I will withdraw from everywhere. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. From, from the sand, from the rocks. Come on, somebody. From the birds. Hallelujah. You came into that place. Hallelujah. Think about it. There was one time. Because we were givers and running. There was one time we gave everything that we had and then we had nothing. Hallelujah. Nothing physically, but in the spirit we have everything. Amen. So, we are walking in the... We had to walk from... What was that village? Sorokumba. Sorokumba, there was a church, Assemblies of God church there. We gave up everything. We literally walked from that place, just singing and praising the Lord. Because we gave up everything. We're excited about the Lord giving. We came, hallelujah, there was nothing in our pocket. We knew that the next day we had to go because I was teaching in Lotoka and Randin was teaching in Ra. Right? So we always go in the morning and we meet again in the evening. And then so that's why we chose Ba to stay in Ba. Because that's the easiest place before we move to Nandi. And then what happened? Well, something was happening. We gave up everything. We walked from Sorokomba. That's a long distance, my brothers and sisters. Singing and just rejoicing and talking about the goodness of God. Hallelujah. But we enjoyed our walk then. Eh? So good to walk. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And then we came. There was one time we were walking up because we stayed in Warandoli. We were walking up the street from the runabout where the soccer ball was and moving up going to the post office as soon as first we were coming and then and then the bridge there was a bridge next to the mosque 
When we look like this, there was money, there was money on uh, on uh, the Bougainville, the Bougainville that was there. They said, hey, there's money. Glory to God. Them. So we're walking, there's an ATM that we always withdrew from. As we're walking, we were just enjoying. Right under the ATM, there were money. Just, hey, where was this money coming from? So the ATM just had to, hallelujah, glory to God, has to just release money as we enter. Come on, somebody. There was one time, hallelujah, it was just Ada and Randin was there. We went, the pastor called, give, time to give. And I asked, we will look. Whatever that is in your wallet, whatever is in your wallet, give everything. We gave up everything. That's all when, when we used to stay in now. So we walk from Nawaka with Pastor Epilinga Iris Church. Walk from Nawaka. I remember crossing this place. We walk on that bridge, wow. singing and making melodies in our hearts. We gave the money. The very next day I received a call from the university. The money that came to us was five times. Yeah. Five times. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then we were even surprised. Hallelujah. What on earth did, why did the USP need to send this, this money to us? The Lord is gracious and kind. Come on, somebody. The Lord is gracious and kind. Come on. He's so good. So good. So good. The Lord is so good. Hallelujah. You will never run dry. You will never run dry. You will never run dry. You will never run short. He says, good measure. Give it, it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. So good measure, man. The Lord doesn't get pressed down. The Lord makes sure that it is pressed down. And then not just that, he's just shaking together. No gap, no gap. And, and then running over some men give unto your bosom. Hallelujah. So that means people will just give to you. Just like that. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Things will just happen to certain people who doesn't give, will just happen to them. Hallelujah. They may drop money because of you. They may lose money because of you. It has to work together for your good. Come on, somebody. The favor of the Lord is on you. It's on you. It's on you. Hallelujah. Now that we focus. In other words, the giving of first fruit is just God seeking your attention to see whether He is first in your life in every increase. When it comes to money, are you going to listen to the counsel of the ungodly? Praise the Lord. Tonight, hallelujah. You know, this is a special day for first fruit. Glory to God. Some of you have their first fruit prepared. Hallelujah. You're going to do something. Take an envelope. Even if your first fruit is not here, and you know the amount that you're receiving this year, write it down. Put it in an envelope. Hallelujah. As you speak, as you as your declaration, as your vow to the Lord that you're going to give it, give your first fruit this year. Because all over this month is a month of first fruits. Glory to God. You may not be able, the first fruit may not be with you right now. Make a pledge to the Lord and tell the Lord, this is what I get in this year. I'm going to put it right now and you're going to bring that. The Lord will respond to you according to your spirit response. And then what happened? You will fulfill your vow according to the scriptures. And you must fulfill it. Praise God. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? Now bring in your tithe, your first fruit, and your offerings in an envelope. Come, we come to the altar and pray and speak in tongues.